0: Welcome to Spiritual Fertility. I am your host, Allison Bucklin. I am a mother to a miracle and a highly intuitive and transformational teacher, coach, and healer. I believe that each of our life experiences shape us, providing valuable lessons from which we can transform, expand, and evolve in this lifetime. When we are armed with the right tools to bring about our own self-awareness, and shine a light upon some of our most darkest experiences. We then begin to experience an awakening and rebirth, a reinvention of ourselves and the conscious awareness to take action and co-create the path ahead. Join me each week and listen in to hear my guests' impactful stories along with their empowering tools to ignite and inspire. I'm providing a supportive, fun and collaborative space to collectively initiate and motivate change within you, spark your curiosity, and bring hope and inspiration to your own soul's path. I'm excited for you to join me and see what we can discover. Okay, here we are. Uh, we are here live for the next episode of Spiritual Fertility. I am your host, Allison Buckland, and I have such wonderful, beautiful, talented, special soul sister with me and friend, uh, Falguni Katira. I will introduce her in a second, but before we get started, I would like to share the intention that we have come up with for this episode and it is really to bring out the spirit of true personal connections and connecting human to human but also soul to soul and having that come through the other intention and we'll talk about this in a moment that we want to bring through is all about standing in your personal power And I know my guests can speak to that in her evolutionary journey. And a little background, we met also on LinkedIn. Many of the guests on Spiritual Fertility will be from the beautiful soulful connections that have come through that social platform, but we met Uh, over five years ago through a mutual friend. And when we connected, it was an immediate um, sisterhood connection. We share some commonalities with regards to fertility journey and spiritual journey. So I know that this is going to be action packed with beautiful, heartfelt conversation. And so, Falguni, welcome here. Um, Tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into sharing a little bit more about your
1: evolution and your story. Thank you, Alison. It's wonderful to be here and it's wonderful to meet all your guests through this beautiful podcast that you've created. I've heard that you've had really soulful connections on this one and conversations and I'm happy to be part of this. So thank you so much for inviting me and it's always good to see you and to talk to you Time just ceases to stop when we connect again, because it's like we we just spoke yesterday, even though that yesterday was two years ago, Um, but it feels really good. And um, thank you for having me. Um, I am a personal power coach, and I love to help women all around the world step into their power and claim the seat at the table that we think we deserve but don't have the courage to ask so i help women do exactly that and that goes back to the story of my own life and to your point my own evolutionary journey that has helped me to really see that for myself and now i help people uh, claim the seat for themselves as well yes 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 <laughs> and
0: what a journey that i've been a able to see in you that we've been able to see in each other for sure. sure. And so let's start, I mean, which really connected us together. You are a mother and part of what spiritual fertility is about is sharing with listeners, not only. Um, the joys of being a mother and what that means, because that connects us all with that energy, but the journey that it takes to get there. And you and I share some similarities in that journey. So if you wouldn't mind sharing just a little bit about um, your journey to motherhood.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, you know, being a mother is definitely one of the greatest joys of being a Fem- female you know like to have that kind of an ability god bless us blessed us with that ability to be able to be a medium through which you know we can we can bring a life into this world it's a huge responsibility as much of a beauty it is right so um you know so I was back, you know, now it's 10 10 years ago now. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. it seems amazing to even say that. If we were to talk 12 years ago, I would have been talking to you very, very differently, you know, with a very different state of energy, just because at that point, I was just yearning to be a mother, to be that, you know, to be that person that could potentially bring a life into this world and really be that medium. And, uh, you know, often motherhood is related with and culturally many many times especially in my my culture it was related to being complete it was related to being you know like of of use of something that has been like you know that is the purpose of your life is to is to Mm. give you know it, it culturally also brings down to that kind of worth you know so it was for me more than a pure willing, which I now understand, you know, the, the beauty and the power of, of bringing a life into this world is something very spiritual process in and of itself, definitely. But at that time, 12 years ago, it wasn't that it was like checking the box and really unknowingly wanting to feel complete of what like, you know, it was very unclear at that moment. But you know, as you know, but I would like to share with the listeners, it was not a very easy journey. It was the one that was a very bumpy road for me I had to go through five pregnancies to have two kids mm-hmm. and every possible um, things that could go wrong in a pregnancy I've probably experienced all of them right from ectopic pregnancy to having like a premature delivery to having like a deformity in the baby you know so many things <sighs> and then being bedridden for my first for three months You know, just being on the bed, just so that I could keep him intact and and keep him safe. And that itself brought in a lot of the whole journey brought in a lot of humility, and a lot of, you know, understanding of what life is and what this responsibility brings forth, you know, and how it is making me complete, you know, the whole journey. So it was a beautiful experience. And um, I think that because of the trouble that we have faced during our pregnancies uh, and that journey, the whole uh, fertility journey, I think we respect and value motherhood that much more. And uh-huh. I think that I have been able to then distill that love and that much of, you know, responsibility into my kids. I have two boys. So, you know, um, it's important for me to let them know, you know, what this means, what our relationship means, the, the, me and the child obviously but also like how much of this has been like a journey of the self and how much of this has been like a journey that has brought me into not only completeness but also you know like humility and also power at the same time it's a very interesting paradoxical experience you know when we are getting into this kind of a a phase and it was a, a growth of a life inside of us but a growth of ourselves as well while we are You know, like going through that whole experience is it's amazing. And we just do it like I can relate to and I think people
0: will relate to not just through your culture, but as a woman, as a child, like you almost want to you mentioned it. Check the box like you think you, you will find worth because you're supposed to be a mother and not everyone is supposed to be a mother. And that's okay. But yes. when you start on the journey and you're like okay this is going to bring me worth not knowing what the path ahead is but we just do it because like we feel something inside we're being guided towards doing it what we think maybe is external but really is is that internal like love and drive and I would a million times agree with you that when you go through a fertility journey and you experience Miscarriage or having to uh, use fertility or having it to take multiple times and being pregnant, but not birthing that child and then you birth your child and bed rest too. I can definitely align I was seven weeks myself on bed rest in the hospital, um, which is crazy, but we do it because we do it because that's the human that's growing inside of us. And that is being motherly yeah. before we have even birthed that child. But um, we we do that. And then you just have so much just more. And it's not comparing the experience, but it's just that love. And that when you go through that, you just appreciate it. And they're grateful for every single second that yes. you have. Thank you for sharing like that journey. and. I know in that path too. being a mom, now you're a mom, and you um, have always been a working mom too, and mm-hmm. have also been, I know from you being a personal power coach, you didn't always have the
1: personal power yourself. Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yes. Oh, Allison. So I was going to say that, you know, when we started, when I was wanting to... T- the pregnancy journey started with wanting to check the box honestly speaking right you know because i didn't know the whole the whole responsibility and the power part of the whole pregnancy aspect of things i just knew that i will gain a sense of self worth i'll feel more complete because that's what i've been culturally conditioned to believe that you know that this is all that it will happen but especially the time when i was in that hospital all alone on the bed you know wanting to be just Safe for the kid and wanting the kid to be safe, and you know all of that really brought in that time. Th- it gave me the time with the baby to bond and to really with myself as well in the journey to really understand what is all this about and why are we doing this? You know, because it was not one or two days; it was months. And to and to really spend that time, I feel is and I could see that in my child even today that that time. It was such a fertile, rich time to be able to have that conversation, to be able to talk. I think it was a blessing in disguise. And it's always like that. You know, we we you know we only understand life backwards. And now when I see it, I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. You know, I think that I was a chosen one to have that kind of a special experience. But to your point, I was a working woman. I wouldn't have paid a lot of attention if I was, in fact, working, which is what I had at that point thought was a normal thing. And what happened to me was abnormal, but now I feel like there was was a blessing in that abnormality where, you know, that experience brought me to the understanding of where I am today with my motherhood. And that's so special and so important because it is not just that aspect of life that changed everything for me. I became a mother obviously in the process, but for me as a person, the growth that I experienced changed the whole dynamic of my life. And even today, it's a result of where I am. So I birthed myself in a way, like, you know, as a mother, we obviously, you know, are birthing also. So it's my son also was born and I was also born in many ways, which I think is a very, very powerful experience. And that only happened because of that three months in the hospital by myself. So I'm very grateful for that experience. And besides that, uh, the whole personal power thing that we are talking about, Alison, I didn't know what that really meant. Again, coming from a culture that really merits you for being quiet, for being, you know, like under under the radar, for not really talking too loud or expressing yourself in a way that could be, you know, like um, ruffling the feathers, like, you know, with others or something. It's always, right. it was very important to be very quiet and nice. And that was rewarded. Being quiet and not Giving it back was rewarded, right? So growing up from that, in that way, and it was all coming out of really good intent, by the way, you know, it was all coming out from really good place, but the life has changed and we have to change in ways that are responding to life in the current, you know, scenario where we are living instead of the... Because... There were different humans at that time. And this is a different set of humans, different set of mindsets, mentalities. The whole environment is very different, you know. So to be able to respond to that in a newer way was very much required. And I didn't understand that until I was, you know, faced with challenges that forced me to now think differently, you know, to not like just go with what the norm is because. Whatever was, was happening was out of the norm. And I knew that in my grain. And I'm so glad that there was this inner voice. And to to your point, like because we are spiritually like aware, we are listening at least to what, what's being told to us. And you know, and and you know, they say that the message is going to get stronger and stronger if you don't hear it the first time. So right. this happened, this happened multiple times wherein I was just not stepping into my power, not really able to speak up for myself express i didn't even know what i wanted what will i speak you know what i mean because i'd never given it a thought so to be able to come to the realization that a i have my worth outside of me being a mother being a wife being or whatever i have personal worth like that itself that self-worth part was a very big piece that I didn't know that I was missing until I realized I was and then from there because all of this have ripple effects to who we are as a mother to bring it back to motherhood uh Alison you know we can only this is a huge responsibility for us you know when we are awarded that it's not just checking the box it's far from that you know it is sure. a lot more things and for that we being ready for the child because we are the day the child is born there is a role model for the child already being which is us you know like they, they will look up to us for anything and everything and whether we speak it verbally or not they are going to catch up on all the cues and they're going to build their inner you know like voice and they're going to really understand everything that is even not being said just from our behavior for me that was like a biggest you know like eye-opener I was like do I want to consciously because we have gone through the journey of the troubled you know like pregnancy did I go through all of this for this is the question I ask you know and so that forces me to be the person that I want to be because I'm now consciously a role model for my child and I want to be making sure that they feel powerful they feel they have a lot of sense of self-worth you know they, they have the all the other beautiful things such as humility and courage and all of that but also definitely a way to express themselves you know they, they should be felt seen heard and loved and i think that is the first thing that we need to you know offer our child that space where they can they can feel that they are that way and so that was like it all became very conscious for me, Alison. I had to become the conscious parent. And for that, I had to come to terms with myself first because you know it starts with with us, you know. Sure. So that whole journey is so interconnected of the child being born and me being born in a way with with the child because it was very, very important for me to remember that I have not gone through all of this for this you know so and that is my mantra even till today I I remember because there are times when we go through things and when we are like you know I don't want to fight anymore I don't want to you know say that It, it will it will create a lot of you know turbulence let's just keep things going let's just not rock the boat when it comes to relationships when it even comes to talking about friendships or you know, interpersonal relationships with the husband, with the parents, with the in-laws—it shows up in every place, you know. So to be able to speak up and and very nicely, you know, like not really the with the intention of rocking the boat, but with the intention of expressing ourselves truly, so that we can be at peace, you know, and to be able to um, step into that power because once we come from a place of love and power it is going to be understood exactly as that, but we need to come from that deeper place first. So sure. as I started to understand that it's not rocking the boat, it's just expressing myself. Yeah, you know, and I And I have the permission to do that, you know, and that it is not going to create no problem. In fact, it will open up more gates because now everybody, once we give ourselves the permission to express ourselves, we're also automatically giving the other person the same permissions. And it just sure. opens up this beautiful relationship, you know, like gate that, that was not there before, you know, that was. And so it has helped me foster so much more deeper connections with my own husband, with my own parents, with my own in-laws. And all of this started from the journey of being a conscious, wanting to be a conscious mother one thing yes is parent. So, oh yeah.
0: i can relate to that so much and boy there's a lot to unpack in <laughs> what you were talking about um you becoming birthed and that rebirth that occurs when you are a mother it's like it definitely changes your life forever and and just flicks that switch and i think that too in life we are on an evolutionary journey where we are rebirthing multiple times and having these experiences of transformation and evolution as we go through but in speaking about uh relationships it goes back to kind of the intention that we set to come through for those authentic relationships to happen and take place human to human because we also we have to not only be understand ourselves and step up and say the things we might not want to say and and be all our authentic selves in spite of the fear, because that's really scary. And as women, and as mothers, and as just how we've been brought up culturally, societally, programmed, familial, and generational, as we've brought up, we hide. Yeah. We hide, and yeah. we we do not shine our light, and we dim our light, and we don't have boundaries. I mean, boundaries was a big word that was coming in when we were talking about relationships, having boundaries with what we let in and what we keep to ourselves and and what we don't share. Um, But um, we'll continue our conversation in a bit. But I do want to touch on because um, something that we've also connected with on In our journey and our friendship is our spiritual journey and not just the motherhood, but how spirit plays a role in leaving us these breadcrumbs and in being that voice that comes through that Gives us the courage to kind of take these little steps to follow into our power and into our purpose. And oracle cards certainly have played a role in um, our relationship, and it's something um, that I've used in my journey. But before we we sat down, um, we were talking about, oh, let's pull a card, okay? And so I went and grabbed my Work Your Light Oracle Deck um, from Rebecca Campbell, and the card that i pulled was don't dim to fit in and the question is how are you dimming your light in order to fit in and it really goes back to sharing sharing your light not dimming your light and uh we can do that because of many wounds and things that we're told internal dialogue internal self-talk and what we what we maybe don't recognize that's In our subconscious mind, but living in that conscious life and in that conscious lifestyle now talking again about Oracle cards, I want to kind of shift into some of the things that have helped you wake up in your journey and one of those things that comes into mind is we've conversed on an oracle card uh reading i did a reading for you several years ago um, using cards and let's talk about that let's share what was birth as a result <laughs> of of that experience and something that was in your heart that you wanted to birth but you weren't quite sure about putting it out there because you were dimming yourself a
1: bit. Share with our listeners what you did birth and put out into the world. Yes. That changed your life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was that was a very pivotal moment. And, and I'm so happy that you were there and you were kind of the, you know, uh, the purpose behind and the push that I, the gentle nudge from the universe that I needed to like, yes, go ahead. You know, you are on the path. It was like a perfectly, you know, orchestrated moment. Because I do think that, uh, you know, there are many ways that we, to your point, dim our light just because, uh, you know, out of fear out of really not wanting to rock the boat out of, you know, like many cultural, social, generational conditionings. Uh, all of those reasons are so true and they show up in our life in so many ways. So there was this, this book that I think that was in me that was wanting to come out. And that was really, uh, you know, the the whole culmination of the experience that I've had In my life wherein there was, um, there was an experience not only related to my fertility, but there was like one wave after the other, like, you know, just because I was having this whole trouble with the fertility journey, and then I was having this whole realization of everything else that was disturbed in my personal life, with my, in my marriage, you know, my marriage was going through a really challenging time, because there was a sense of disconnection between me and my husband. And that led him to, you know, have friends outside. And it was like a really big disturbance that really rocked our boat in a way where now I had to make like, life decisions, you know, like, what do I want to do from here on? I have just birthed these two kids out of after the whole problematic you know, like experiences that we've had with pregnancies. And then, you know, we've just had realized the life, the wish that we had, like, you know, now we have the two kids that we've always wanted. And by God's grace, they're all healthy and nice. And just when that part of life was over, like, or, or was settled, sorry, then I realized that there is another storm waiting. And, and there was this storm. And, you know, to then be able to brace that storm the way I Could, you know, in the best understanding and with the best arsenal that I had within me at that point, be the spiritual power, which of course played a huge role in in being who I was, and in also like realizing that I do have again the personal power comes from there. You know, the whole conversation around that I was invisible into this whole relationship before. Like I was just like wanting to be so, you know, like good. That I forgot that no sense of boundary, no sense of self, no sense of anything, because it was like, you know, the one who merges well is the one who is nice and right is, you know, what was understood before and what I lived my life by. So to then gain a sense of self and to understand that, excuse me, there are two in this equation and not one, you know, was a big awakening in and of itself. Right. So that required me to a, face the mirror like never before, to really like understand and look at me like I had not seen myself before, you know, and it's not somebody else's wife or somebody else's daughter or somebody else's mother now. It was me, you know, the raw-naked me. And that was an interesting and a very pivotal change and shift in in my entire being, Alison. And at that point, by the time we spoke about the book, coming back to that, it was like. A journey that I'd already been and I felt again I'm going to use this analogy because there's no other way I can express it better I was feeling pregnant and like you know really really fully baked with all of these experiences that were that have helped me look at life very differently helped me change and step into my power like nothing else before you know so for me it was very very important like you know when you are pregnant and you have the baby you're like nine months and you want to now deliver it it was that kind of an urgency and I was not getting the nudge to, to just share this out because of all the fears and all of those things that were still pulling me back you know like no but wait why do you want to go out to the world and why do you want to come out and why do you want to say these things and it's all over and it's all okay and you know so there were many many things that were playing and I was coming in my own way more more than anybody else you know just because I was like no I don't want to and things like that. But then we had this conversation and you pulled the oracle cards out and you had something exactly about creativity and giving birth to the idea and things like that, which was so spot on hit. And I was like, This is nature telling me to just go for it. And and you I don't know if you remember, but you said that, you know, you are creating something, just go for it. And and then I shared with you about the book, and you're like, exactly. Then then that's what it is, you know, just go with it. And so that mm-hmm. was just the nudge I needed, my friend. And then that was and and we now know that i have this book out and it is it just feels so amazing now up until then by the way alison up until the book was released my parents didn't know about it about the whole experience mm. uh obviously nobody else knew except for a few friends of mine right nobody else knew so it was like a it was a courageous thing for me to actually put it out there and know book is forever you know it is forever right so me to really put it out there was a huge thing that really changed the whole you know the whole uh, trajectory of my life and of my relationship with my husband because we are still married we are having a rocking relationship like never ever before because now he understands me so much better now this communication that we've never had before and he's so proud of me to have release that book and to overcome my own fears I think you know he again looking back Alison my my life and I come from a very very humble place and it makes me a little bit emotional but the point being that the whole journey whatever I thought was trials and tribulations at the time are the biggest reasons of my celebration today you know like they they were actually celebratory moments but at that time I didn't see them as such obviously because I was you know deep underneath But now when I look back, those were all the times when God was shining upon me and was really trying to, you know, help me shine so that I can then do my life's purpose. And we've spoken about soul contracts and about the work that we have come here to do. And it takes back to our spiritual conversations that we've had. And it's so true you know today it it is it is really I mean I know it in my bone that it is my life's work to share with people and help them and share this medicine you know because now when you go through something and you've gone grown from that it just becomes a medicine that you need to share because there are so many others that are probably go- going through the same situation and they need to grow from that and your medicine can help them do just that so it be- it's become my life purpose and it's It's something I really take a lot of pride in that, you know, the the thank you God for really taking me through those issues and for giving me the vision and the understanding that that is what that was. And it is not a sob story, but a victory story. And to then really be sharing that with others is, is something I don't take lightly at all. And I am really, really grateful for the conversations that we can have like this, you know, where we can talk about all of this so openly and not dimming the light but in fact shining light on on the trials and on those on those journeys that were very pivotal in shaping our lives the way we are and it is all coming back full circle my friend just because of all of this i have become a better person because of which i have become a better mother because of which my kids are now you know becoming that much more conscious and better individuals themselves so it's all a beautiful beautiful ripple effect the only thing is we get to see it the way we want to see things and it's only by god's grace that we see the things in a positive light rather than thinking glass half full or why me and you know that that thing so right right wow yes um
0: i mean you you have to have that and you have it that inner pull and guidance the more you looked within and had it and having your I like what you shared about being having your story be your medicine. I, I also love that I've heard before your best be your message. You know, those things we go through, the only way is through and yep. we can go through them and we can create a better I mean, we just guide it on our path. It's really just aligning with the path that we're meant to share and the purpose that we're meant to share and give and share with others. You know in bringing that message and that personal power out and you're an inspiration for others who are going to listen to this and be like oh and where am i dimming that my light where can i find that power to speak up or to birth that creation and to share that thing that's on my heart this podcast for me is one of those things that has been on my heart that is like oh okay right oh putting myself out there it's going out there but um and sharing my story and and holding space for others to share their story in what um, they want to bring out, you know, it's birthing something that's out there. And I took that nudge to put it out there. One thing I do want to touch on before we wrap it up, when we were talking beforehand, it was an experience that I asked you if you would be willing to share. And um, I love when and we'll get into what that experience is. But what you shared after you said, Okay, yes, we're going to share everything. But it was how you mentioned how prior to this journey this spiritual awakening this evolutionary journey this coming into your power and um, having the boundaries and all of the things and and no longer dimming your light but how you compartmentalized your life and you kept hidden certain things or you kept separate and hiding those things in the relationship with your husband from others and what are they going to think and also was ringing true. I'm a recovering people pleaser as well. We connect on that. Talking about where you were led that really opened you up and how you took a solo trip into the jungle to experience plant medicine. Would yeah. you share a little bit about that journey and, uh, for our listeners who that may be something that has tugged on their heart in their journey
1: as well? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I was, you know, some of these things, uh, you know, on the spiritual path, we know that there are, there are callings and there, there are things that are like, you know, I think divine has its own way of nudging us and of telling us and of pulling us, you know, there, there are multiple things. If we are aware and conscious enough, we do hear those calls and we do hear the nudges you know and we do feel them and and so for me one and when for me there's only one litmus test Alison if it is effortless right yet profound that means it was meant to be right and Mm -hmm. so for me to be able to take a solo, to be able to gather the courage, first of all, to take a solo trip, which I've never done into a foreign country without knowing anybody there in itself. Like, you know, if you were to tell me prior to this trip that, oh, you got to do this, I'd be like, you're crazy. I'm not, <laughs> not I'm... <laughs> right. able to gather the courage to do all of that by myself first before I could even share it with my husband or anybody to wrap that thing around in my own head that, listen, that's what you're going to go. And by the way, so the plant medicine that I, I went for was ayahuasca and I didn't know anything about it. I couldn't even spell it for heaven's sake. Like I didn't know anything. Right. And so for me to be able to trust the nudges and to be able to respond to the calling, I love how your cat appears exactly. (laughs) It's just so beautiful. My cat Uh, is jumped up on my lap as we're talking. here. That's so cute. Um, So So I felt called for that. And Alison, when I say it has to be effortless and fitting naturally, there was a series of yeses that followed. Mm -hmm. Speaking at my office and taking leaves that I wanted uh, abrupt suddenly because I decided one fine day that I want to go. So taking those leaves to aligning my work at, at office according to a way where I can actually take that one week off and be literally shut down, like be unreachable and shut down was a huge thing like you know taking that one week so that aligned talking to my husband talking to my kids making sure that they are going to be all all okay and situated and all of that everything aligned in a way which was so effortless so it was natural for me that okay this is somewhere I need to be because this this is why all the cards Mm -hmm. are filled and so I found myself there and what a rewarding experience that was like you know when you respond to nature it starts speaking out loudly to you you know just because you you responded it was a very life-altering experience because for me right from the beginning of the trip even before having the medicine it had started working on me just because it helped me gather the courage to actually go for something like this totally unknown totally not knowing whom I'm going to meet and what I'm going to do to have a room full of friends by the last day was an experience in and of itself that was so good and then to have opened up in, in ways which I had never even known that I could in terms of being with the medicine, you know, allowing it to, you know, like work on me, work through me. And it is so powerful and intense. Um, Alison that I feel and there are many many times when I still associate some of my current experiences in life with the medicine and what was trying to tell me at the time and for me to unveil and and relate and like have those ahas it's been two years since but I still have those moments and it's just very very rewarding yeah so wow yeah yeah it it was it it the thing with the medicine is you trust it and you allow it and then it takes over Mm -hmm. So,
0: wow! Yes, I, it's so fascinating, and yes. I remember talking about your experience um, with ayahuasca and how you were led there. And I was like, knowing you at the time, I was like, "You <laughs> did what? Wait a second! Like you by yourself? Wait! Like t- tell me about this back up here a second, because it was just not how I had known Falcone." Yes. Yes. before and um thank you for sharing that because that may be something that tugs on others hearts to as a nudge to go towards and it really comes back to listening to those whispers and understanding your intuition and following the nudges and being conscious because there's a lot of fog and clutter that can be in our lives based on many things that we've that we think we're supposed to do or that we've been taught that we've learned that program that exists in our subconscious mind but once we start to open up and like have the courage to make each choice to move forward and follow those nudges it's almost like the path continues to open up and unfold for us and you're in a completely different space doing what you love now. So in wrapping up, share what you're doing now because you are a full-time personal power coach and I know you volunteer your time as well. So um, share a little bit about who you work with and what you do and
1: how anyone who's listening might want to connect with you moving forward. Absolutely. Thank you. So um, following up with all of my callings and and listening and responding to all of that and then stepping into my power, which I continue to do. I'm a student of everything that I preach, you know, so it's like just, you know, I've done whatever I have done in life. And then it's my duty to share that while I keep learning and keep growing and, and therefore eventually pass it down as well so um, i am a power, personal power coach i help people step into their power uh, much so much so that especially for the females you know like i do work with males as well but females like resonate tend to resonate with my story and my life a lot more so i definitely work with them a whole lot and i offer like one-on-one and group coaching uh, to you know to individuals that are interested in stepping into their personal power and therefore improving their relationships their careers and their motherhood journeys right so I help people with all of that I can be reached on any social platforms or on my website um, you know very much out there they can search Falguni Katira and they can find me on all of the major social platforms as well as my website Uh, uh but I would love to talk to people that are driven and that are interested really you know to kind of take back charge of their own life and not live in like, you know, like the defense side of things, but start playing in the offense and start taking things, you know, uh, in control. So um, that's what I do.
0: Awesome. And it's so just magical and beautiful to connect with you and to just see where you are today. And I know that those that you work with and even just, not even working just sharing your story and the inspiration and the tools that that you've used in your journey with our listeners you know that energy comes through and so it's almost like an activation for those that will listen to this moving forward and i'm just so grateful for you um one thing before we go what um maybe just one one tool that you kind of rely on that has been really a game changer for you or a tool that you maybe recommend to others that has helped you in your journey that you might want to
1: recommend to anybody who's listening here? Absolutely. I want to share with your listeners a very, very powerful technique that has helped me stay centered. And I do think that we often struggle with that because there are times when we remember our power and then we try to you know, tend to like move away from that so for me the technique that has really helped me and i'm sure will help the listeners is the technique called anchoring so mm-hmm. when we anchor ourselves when we find associations so where any times for example what i mean by that is for any uh for an example every time you are in a very emotionally rich state meaning you're feeling very powerful or very happy or very joyous what whatever the positive emotion that you are experiencing you know immediately tapping into that emotional state and really associating it with you know like one of the one of the fingers knuckles or anything else like you know for me i make associations everywhere now just so that all of those things serve as reminders for me to be in that state, to go back to that time when I was feeling that powerful or that courageous. So for me, I will... So for example, I'll share this with you because it will be interesting for the listeners. So every time I was in the Ayahuasca ceremonies, there were four nights. Alison, I of course have strong you know, associations that I have built in terms of my spirit animal and the medicine, you know, like the Mm. place and the medicine, like many, many associations like that. So anytime Mm -hmm. I think about it, I'm already immediately brought back that that place. But also about, you know, like the clothes that I was wearing, I have kept them, separate just because anytime I feel dim I go and bring it mm. on and I'm like again back to you know in that space and it wow. the power of associations and that anchoring is so strong that it immediately takes you to that state you know like when we talk about this we don't know but we are this is a matter of self-hypnosis Alison, you know, when we talk about the journey that we've had, when we talk about a sad incident, for example, we are going back to that event, and then recollecting and sharing. So when we make associations with a positive thing, or you know, like, for example, the whole journey that we spoke about, in terms of fertility, I have associated all of that with the victory that I'm experiencing today from all of that. So it becomes a joyful journey rather than a sob story. So the power of associations of making sure that you're wiring it correctly in your brain, you know, because there are, there are wires, you know, it's there, everything is wired. I just want to make sure the socket is in the right place, you know, so that thing happened, but where does it lead to? It leads to, the, the beautiful you know the powerful experience that I've then had right so understanding how we make those associations is very powerful so I would encourage the listeners to start you know anchoring their positive states to a thing or any part of their body just so that they can tap on it and register that you know so that that association is made so when I click on this knuckle for example I'm immediately brought back to the powerful or the happy state and you will start seeing that you will giggle because your body remembers your body will make connections and it will remember so every time make sure that it is accessible so you know like back of the year or on the knuckle just make sure that you stack those states you know states meaning the happy emotional states the powerful states and make sure that you keep on stacking so right now i'm feeling very joyful when i'm talking to you. i genuinely am i am i am anchoring i am you know like tapping in, mm. because I want to ensure that that powers me up. It's like, you know, an energizer.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Every time That's you great. do that, it is very, very powerful. So I, I and I do that all the time. I teach that to the kids. I teach this to everybody. I go, because I think that once we get those wirings correct, many things will start falling into place. So
0: thank you so much for sharing that the anchoring I that is wonderful I'm going to um be conscious about that now but you're right about just the reframing and just reassigning the emotion that is attached to the experience and just putting it into a light that now it's not doom and gloom and poor me and I went through this it's Wow, I rebirthed myself and have this gift of an experience that Mm -hmm. is now a lesson to give me that higher, higher state of consciousness and evolution. And uh, thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate and I'm grateful for you and our friendship and for you sharing all of the Light that you have um, through this medium, through this platform to reach others, and for coming on and sharing with me. It is definitely a soul contract, a soul connection that we have, which we've talked about um, many times. And it's somebody that. Time can go on like years since we've connected and we just kind of connect right back into what we were meant to do and what we are meant to share. And together we shine our light to illuminate more of the world. So I appreciate you so very much. And to all of our listeners, um, I'll be sure to gather Falguni's information and share it in the uh, show notes so that you can connect with her and follow her on the platforms And I would like to ask our listeners to make sure to follow our podcast, subscribe to Spiritual Fertility and review our show, share it with listeners who you think might relate so that we can activate more of our friends and light workers that are paving the way for all of the collective to shine their lights and just make this world a lot brighter. Thank you for coming on again, Falguni, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.